0: FM to get started. Tonight we wrap up a crazy season six finale of Agents of Shield and a crazy episode of Legion because they're all pretty crazy. Plus, a crossover of epic proportions. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz. Begin. Welcome to Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt. Way over there on the far side of the desk. The lovely and talented Miss Marvel 2019.
1: Oh, my God. Can I be Miss Marvel 2019 forever? Not to be confused with... Even in 2020?
0: Not to be confused with Ms. Marvel. Oh. That's someone different. That's
1: someone different. Miss and Ms. are different ones. Yeah. that's
0: you. Uh, Zia Landerson.
1: Oh, my God. Hi. Zia Landerson for Steel Day. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. Because we're
0: going to spend so much time talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Over there on the couch, it's our friend Rachel Goodman. Say hi, Rachel.
2: Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be back.
0: We literally just minutes ago finished talking about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale over on the Agents of of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of
2: S.H.I.E.L.D. So that's that's
0: archived. If you want to watch it after us, you can uh, see we really dove in. It's a big two-hour finale. So we'll talk about that. And we only have a little bit of news. And this was news that we talked about on Thursday, Z and I, over on Marvel Movie News. But because it's TV news... And it's big. And most people are excited, except Zia. I wanted to make sure that everybody knew. (laughs) Last week we talked about how we have a premiere date for Season 3 of The Runaways, which is December 13th. And we've now learned, during the course of the season, maybe one episode, maybe more, but at least one episode will feature a crossover with Cloak and Dagger. I personally am very excited. Zia... Is there been news lately that you've been less excited for?
1: Zia is less excited, like way less excited, because um, I was really kind of hoping that, oh, maybe Zia would get out of having to watch it. But Zia doesn't get out of having to watch it. I don't well, know, you know why not I'm talking about percent.
0: You would not get out of watching Runaways, no matter whether there was a crossover or not.
1: And yeah, let- but now there's both. Now there's both before Cloak and Dagger even possibly gets a third season. Still
0: hasn't been renewed yet. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we wanted to make sure everybody knew that. Now let's... Yeah really dive into the uh, agents of shield season six finale episodes 12 and 13 i'm very glad that they aired as a two-hour block because there were uh, some questions and concerns that i had to wait you know there wasn't even a commercial in between there was they would like dove right into the next episode i was like i can't believe i had to wait a full 90 seconds before we get more episode uh rachel as a uh, huge agents of shield fan what did you think of these two episodes
2: They were phenomenal. They were some of my absolute favorites uh, obviously of the whole entire season. Um, I I love how they ended it. Um, I love that we kind of wrapped up everything with Sarge. But at the same time, um, I am a huge time travel person. I love Back to the Future. I love any movie or TV show that has to do with time travel. So the fact that they have introduced this, um, not just, I mean we had it in season 5 but now that time travel isn't just like, oh we're going to go and Place, it's the, the Zephyr has the ability to now time travel. You know, in general, um, I'm really excited. I'm excited at the idea that they're going to be in the 1930s in New York. Um, just yeah, excited is kind of the overall. You
0: know. Yeah, no, it was exciting, and I felt like it was a, a satisfying resolution to the Sarge storyline. I think that could have gone a lot of different ways, and you know, we knew it wasn't Coulson, and I think they did a good job of that. Now, Zia, this was your first and so far only seasons of Agents yeah. of Shield. Uh, what did you think about the season on the whole and how it wound up in these uh, this two hour finale?
1: I like the season. I really liked the pacing of this season. It didn't feel like anything was really drawn out. It felt like everything was like pretty much most of the ep- almost all of the episodes, with an exception I know of one that Christian didn't like, um were I not. That's true. <laughs> for integral to the story were integral. I'm sorry to the story. Uh, and i and I really enjoyed getting to know the characters. I think even coming in on season six, I've grown rather attached to a lot of them, uh, which is surprising because I haven't gone along from yeah. season one and to look, watch a lot all of shows everyone. you can't
0: do that. I, yeah, you know, impressive. You're not going to be that wrapped up into their stories. And I think it's a testament to the show that you were able to like everybody so much. Yeah. And you very much uh, we just talked about there are Marvel shows that you're not particularly a fan of So yeah. but you, you like this one
1: but I like this one a lot and, um, and I like the finale quite a bit I felt like almost at first I was like alright I feel like they're maybe drawing this out a little bit too much to make it into two episodes but I, I don't think so overall I think I, I changed my mind <laughs> and yeah. everything was kind of where it needed to be I like the resolution that they, did, that they had with Sarge because I would have been really annoyed if he had taken Coulson's place that would have just been obnoxious and I didn't even watch the other seasons, um, so I liked that. I liked uh, sort of what they did with Agent May.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk that about, yeah. about so the show. Yeah. There were a couple of moments in these two episodes where I was like, "Oh my god, did they just kill Agent May?" And then when Yo-Yo basically inhaled a Shrike, I'm like, "Oh well, we know what happens when you do that. You're, she's is she gonna die?" And I was mm-hmm. a sucker both times because neither of those things happened, but. No. <laughs> Rachel, yeah. your thoughts in each of those moments, as they're happening, you know, you can talk about them in hindsight too, but as you saw these things happen, what did you think?
2: So, as I saw May get stabbed, I did not think she was going to die. I thought that I knew he was going to stab her, I knew that's where that was going. I, part of me thought that Sarge slash. You know, however you say his real name, I'm not going to butcher that. Yeah. It's not patchouli,
0: um, but he, uh, a lot yeah. of people
1: in the well, chat of
0: the Agents of Shield show were uh, telling us that we have to call him like, you know, Pachuki, check or whatever yeah. his name is.
1: Yeah, that was hard. I, yeah, it was not easy. I thought
2: that be, I thought that he had kind of done it on purpose because he knew that in that other dimension, May would not die and that she'd be able to stop. Um, everybody from coming in, stop the, you know, the Skeletors um, from actually, I'm sorry, I'm calling them Skeletors, but uh, I I get it though. They, I I thought that he kind of knew, like he may not have discussed it with her, but I figured that he knew that she'd be able to do this and that, that would be the best way to have somebody fighting on the other side. Um, But, um, the big question was whether you know Sarge realized this or not, and I still think that he was just very conflicted, and that it was like literally two um, people inside, or two beings inside one mind. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, but I think that you definitely agree that there was some degree of Coulson in there. It just wasn't that much, and not as much as Daisy and May th- thought or hoped yeah. there was. Yeah. yeah, and
2: I think that Iselle kind of explains it too when she says that she shot, like I I think she said that she was the one who shot the real Coulson when he was in the other dimension during the whole Ghost Rider storyline. Right. And that it, that's kind of where the tie was, because we never see what happens to Coulson's actual body after the funeral. So it's kind of led to believe that she shot Coulson, which kind of triggered everything that happened with him dying and that this other being took over his body. So, But I guess the whole thing was that I kind of knew that May was alive. When Yo-Yo got the strike, um, I thought she was dead. I thought that was our season casualty and that that was it. That was all she wrote and that we'd lose her.
0: Yeah, I, I, I thought <laughs> yeah. You know, look the the this show uh, isn't uh, squeamish about uh, having you know having us lose a beloved character. I mean, in the way of Fitz, we did get him back literally an episode later in the next season, but they he did die at the end of last season. So I I thought we had gotten that too. What did you think about uh, all those things and and also kind of the resolution with Sarge? Yeah,
1: I definitely thought that they were going to kill someone. I I honestly wasn't sure if it was going to be May or if it was going to be Yo-Yo, but I I thought it might be someone because it makes sense, you know, at the season finale, at the end of, I mean, they have one season after this, so it's it was kind of a thing where I thought maybe that they would hit us with something like that. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't, to be honest with you. The Colson resolution I liked a lot. I, I like that he ended up dying. I don't think that they, I don't know if they could have had him stick around that way. I thought Even it was you're
0: talking about Sarge. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sorry. I keep saying Colson. Um, I don't. I, okay, so I'm. I am a little bit confused about this one thing. Maybe one of you can like clear this up for me, Probably or if I just miss she's it. Than me. Thank you. Well, I, I had a feeling. I don't even know why I was looking at you. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, those those bodiless creatures, those formless the beings that they want to inhabit the bodies. Is that what we saw under, like the Colson form? Because that does not look bodiless to me. That doesn't look like a being. What's happening there? So, as far as I understand it,
2: he. I think that the problem is that when you have a show like this, it's hard to kind of show what is actually a physical body and right. what is just energy. And so my guess is that it's a demon being, demon being, for lack of a better word, right? Who doesn't necessarily like Coulson. He's taking on Coulson's physical body, but that underneath, when we saw that, like you know, energetic being, I think that really, that's all it really was. Was not. Um, organic matter. I think it was just re- like a shape yeah. energy, right?
0: Yeah. And, and Zia hasn't seen past seasons, but it's very similar to sort of the Ghost Rider effect. You okay. know? So it, it, the when we would see, well, both Coulson and Robbie, we saw that happen to them. So it was a, you know, I think that that's not accidental that there's a similarity there. So I, that that was the way that I saw it. But yeah, I thought they did a good job wrapping these things up. And as we talked about in the Agents of Shield after show. Uh, this was uh, this was a tour de force by my man Deke Shaw. He, <laughs> oh, he, was, he yeah. showed that he was a hero, and you feel a little bad for him. You know, he really he just lets it lays it all out there. It was like, yeah, I I felt like people didn't like me.
2: I said this in the uh, in the Shield after show, but I think it's worth repeating here yeah. that my favorite part of the whole episode was when we had Deke about to do the jump. And he starts going off about how he's done all these things, not for money, but so that people will like him. And he goes off about how the girl he gave lemons to didn't even want him. And how his own grandparents don't like, like, aren't a fan of him. And I think, like, when we saw Fitz's reaction, because Fitz dealt with the same kinds of things. That he he had issues with his father. Um, Gemma didn't want to be with him romantically at first. So Fitz, I feel like, what is really- wrong with
1: her? <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Well, well, I feel like I feel like Fitz would really empathize with what Deeks going through, and that, and, and I could see it in the look that Fitz gave him. And to me, that was like, oh, like, that,
0: that's a great bonding moment for those two characters I because s- of the simple fact that he's like, I'm still super annoyed by you, and there's a lot of things he's like, but I, but at least I get you now. What yeah. were you gonna say, Zia? No,
1: I still love their dynamic though. Yeah. Their, their fighting dynamic, Bobo. and yes, and you're right. The, the way he said they had a bonding moment, but he was still irritated with. With him after because he's like literally yelling at him yeah that he needs to wait for the um the 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 shaw what did they call it i have the it written shaw down the shaw drive the shaw drive yeah, which yeah. they're
0: all like so the jump drive and he's like Wh- whatever yeah, it's like <laughs> the, the shaw, shaw drive. drive which
1: you oh, know, it was and, so cute and he
0: you know he straps that thing on and i mean he go he jumps into a very uncertain situation you know yeah I think that was very reckless that was reckless but that was the kind of bravery that uh i think we all hoped was somewhere inside Deke, maybe we hadn't seen a lot of instances of it. But it was good to see that. And then of course Deke being Deke, not everything can be (laughs) as easy as that. It's like, why didn't you tell me that you needed to charge it? He's like, because you jumped away. (laughs) So, uh, you know, again, just uh, Bobo and Deke, I think, uh, have have a great uh, relationship, a great back and forth. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Uh, So I I think that uh, this this was good stuff from Zeke, from Zeke, from Deke. But, you know, Rachel, you speaking of Zeke, though, you had a question about something that Deke did, and uh, I I don't know, I had the same thought. Remember, uh, when we were talking about this during the after show, uh, he he did something with his teeth.
2: Oh, right. Right. So when we get toward the, the end of the episode... I didn't understand the dynamics of a per I'm just gonna call them zombies for lack of a better word. But right. the basically the the host body of the shrike right. and how they were attacking and basically Deke bit one of them to get away um on you know to, to fly away so that he could actually, you know, get back to the Zephyr. So when he bit them, I was thinking, Okay, well every zombie movie I've ever seen, even though it's different, every zombie movie I've ever seen, if somebody did that, they could be infected. Yeah. Right. Um so I'm thinking, oh crap. Like, I, I had the same thought. Be... That's why I
0: wanted to bring it up. Because yeah. I was like, oh, no, what did Deke just do?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, <clears> obviously, <throat> as far as we know, that, that did not
1: happen. Um, yeah. I think it's more you have to be in, like, the Shrike has to go yeah, inside yeah, of yeah. you. Which, that, yeah. was a, that was a great um, storyline sort of creative thing that they did with that. They basically, I like what you were saying with zombies. They basically took a sort of a zombie... Um, idea and made it into their own thing and I think that's really interesting the way that they did that so that's nice that we got that but different uh,
0: which was Very cool. important moment I I don't know if we've ever had super chat in this show before but Silhouetted Animator just gave us $5. What? And he said what if what? the se- season 7 ends with S.H.I.E.L.D. becoming Sword oh. I know we're jumping ahead but he spent $5 to be able to ask that question hey. so we get right to it and uh, it's a great question I think I think we're going to see S.W.O.R.D. on the movie side, though. I think that a lot of people feel like that was the end of... You know, when we saw Fury at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. But... I would yeah. certainly welcome it if that's something that we're going to see at the end of Shield. So anyway, thank you that. Thank there. you. Yeah, we yeah. we always appreciate that, Yeah. And, and we're going to we're going to split the $5 amongst the four. Of us.
1: <laughs> we each get
0: Ryan gets a little bit of a lesser cut, but We uh, can
1: each have a dollar and some and 10 cents and Ryan oh, can have what if we 60 spend, cents. What
0: if yeah. we spend the whole rest of the show where Zia tries to figure out the math?
1: That would take a long five time. 5 divided
0: <laughs> by 4. That
1: would be well, much longer than the actual show. <laughs> so that's probably
0: true. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's talk about Agent May. I mentioned before that I was just like, they did not just kill her. And you know, we were talking on the Agency After Show, one of the thing one of the points was that Rachel made was that we know that she was there for filming of the the series finale, and she also uh, she didn't tweet, but she Instagrammed out a picture of those rap gifts for everybody. Yeah. So the idea that Ming Na Wen was on set for next season was a good one. But that didn't mean that Agent May from our linear timeline didn't die.
2: So at a certain point, I just kind of assumed that somehow she was going to live. But then also at a certain point, when Yo-Yo, when it wasn't looking good for Yo-Yo, when it wasn't looking good for Fitzsimmons, and when it wasn't looking good for May, I assumed that time travel was going to become a primary element in the final season. And not in the way that now they're hinting it, but I kind of assumed that uh, maybe... Daisy was going to go back and save everybody, so that nobody actually died. Uh huh.
0: Well, you know, there's a lot of problems with uh, time traveling just to go back to try and stop everything, which will tie into when we talk about Legion. But I think that it, it, we got a great sequence from Agent May, a sword wielding Agent May, which is something yeah. I don't think we'd had before on the show. So it was fine. I'm glad we finally got it. Six seasons in and i think that look she she took on those those three weird like hooded beings but uh something that we talked about on, on the after show i want to ask zia what you think remember when she's there with those those three hooded baddies that that door starts to open and there's like thousands of uh creatures out there yeah What do you think happened with them?
1: I don't know. They just closed the door. Do you think that
0: they weren't able to cross through because there were no bodies there for them? Or do you think there's a chance that May just went outside and killed every single one of them?
1: I mean I was just thinking more that that they just she just closed the door. <laughs> yeah. Or something. I don't know cuz there it was yeah that was but isn't that after Izelle came through and put like she killed those three things first and it stopped those other things the door from opening yeah, to allow those things to come in and then Izelle comes through and does her whole deal and Puts the stones in place and it opens, and that's where I was wondering, hey, where did where did those guys go? Unless if you just take the stones out, she's like, I did what I came here to do, and then she left. And May was like, well, I'm just gonna knock these off now, and they can't come in. I just it was it something like that. That was a bit of a plot hole.
0: So this uh, the first episode, episode twelve, the sign also showed the return of Flint. It was a character that oh yeah, I wanted
1: to ask. I actually my first note was who's Flint?
2: So. Basically, okay, so in season five, just mm-hmm. to kind of paraphrase really fast, they the team was sent via monolith into the future. Okay. And there was this whole threat of destroyer worlds and Flint was one of the characters they met in and the future. It, in
0: that future that's where they met Zeke. Uh, De- I keep calling him Deke,
1: Zeke because yeah. he's Zeke. Because not, he called himself or, or yeah. Daisy called them Zeke in my interview. Deke.
0: Yeah, Deke. <laughs> That's why. Exactly. I get it. So, anyway, that they met Deke in that future, and Flint was somebody else there, and it turned out that Flint was. And Flint. I mean, he's actually. He's an inhuman, right? Yeah. I mean, his he's an power, inhuman. Yeah. Oh. So, and yeah, he saved so they, everybody. Yes.
1: Yeah, he saved the world. So, I gathered that much.
0: Yes. Anyway, so, you know, they tied up all those things. They did a nice job, but then there was this second storyline that had been brewing through much of the season with the Cons. Oh, yeah. And then they take over the lighthouse, and of course. If you're going to beat someone, the only solution, of course, on this show, who are the two people that always have to be separated on this show, Rachel?
2: It's Simmons. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Much to your (gasps) chagrin. My
2: OTP. Yeah. They always. Why? Because, Why? Because well, they time, wanted to Rachel, they wanted time, torture us. This time they
0: didn't even explain it. No. It's like, no. Clearly they will explain it. I have but, a guess. Okay, you know, yes. Share yeah. your guess.
2: Okay, so my thought is that, so the hunters made it very obvious that they had the brains of Fitz and Simmons, mm-hmm. and that they kind of know like what their next move is, because they They know what their collective next move is. So my idea is that they have to be separated and they really can't know specifics. At least, it sounds like Simmons can't really know specifics about what Fitz is doing because if they know what what they're doing, then the hunters will be able to kind of guess what their next move is and follow them. But if they're separated and they don't have each other to work off of, they're going to potentially, most definitely do different things than they would have if they're together. And they're like, together they're a collective brain working and doing things. But separate, they're going to make different choices, and the hunters
1: might not be able to follow that. That's my guess. That's Um, a good guess. Yeah. It makes sense because, you know, she did say, I can't know where he is. Right, exactly. But they speak to... I know. (laughs) And they speak with, like, very... Small. Well, I wanted to
0: ask if you had the same thought that I did, Zia. Hmm. When we first see Gemma and she comes in with her her you know her hair in a little bun and she's talking a little differently, did you think that Gemma had somehow become a chronic? Yes.
1: Woman? Yeah. yes yeah. I still absolutely not 100% did.
0: I'm not 100 percent convinced she that didn't have. happen, but I think it's unlikely. What do you think, Rachel?
2: My thought. Well, okay, this didn't pan out, but originally I thought when um, Enoch went to them and said, "Hey." Uh, it's gonna. This is gonna be a life-altering experience. Yeah. I thought they were just gonna have their memories wiped because then ah. the hunters wouldn't be able to follow them because they wouldn't. They would be different people, and I thought right. that they were gonna be reprogrammed with different yeah. uh, personas. Um, when Simmons first showed up and Fitz wasn't there, I was kind of thinking like she felt robotic. So <laughs> yeah. I, oh. I definitely get the chromacon thing, and we still don't know that she isn't. Um, I feel like there's more to it. The only thing that I really hope. Is that this is season seven, our last season? If they don't end up together, I will be so sad. Just let them get married. Yeah, yeah. Well, again. And did you guys notice that Fitz was definitely wearing the wedding ring
1: ring this episode? Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely noticed it. Yeah. I wonder if they just got married and then we're like, okay, we're going to go our separate ways until we figure this out and then we're going to.
2: Well, they got married. He was wearing the ring this entire episode. Right. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is that we also don't know. Gemma said, oh, we had time on our hands maybe a couple times. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is that before Fitz and Simmons had to separate – they had to go and do a couple of things to kind of, like, prepare for this mission that they're on. And so I'm almost wondering if part of that meant, like, they didn't necessarily have to be separated at first, but we don't know how much time has passed. It could be five years, could be ten. That's true. Um, it so could we have been
0: know. long enough for them to get married and for Gemma to give birth to Deke's mother, mother. or father. It's mother, mother. That's right, that was, was established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So, just, just theories out there. Uh, before we close the book on season six of agents of shield we have to talk about that crazy surprise ending which those of us who were paying attention there were rumblings we felt like we might get some kind of time travel uh aspect of the story but what it looks like we got was they end up back in what we've established as early 1930s the empire state building is not finished that's the most telling thing about where they are Daisy seems to think that it's during Prohibition, which, if it's 1930, she's absolutely right. Well, so, and then you had a quote from... Who was it from? Was it from uh, Jed Whedon, or...?
2: Yeah, yeah. so... Basically Just what's the, qu-
0: the quick summary of that quote?
2: That he confirmed it was definitely in the 1930s New York. Now, yeah. my theory, though, so fun. is that they don't stay there, right. because there was a... In that Instagram photo, yes. there the was... deleted Instagram yeah, photo yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a post with the actor who plays Daniel and Agent Carter. So... I don't know if anybody is familiar with Agent Carter. I watched both I seasons. Am. It is one of my favorites. I am so sad that it got canceled. She, Agent Carter, was dating Daniel mm-hmm. in in the show, and that's how they left it. Uh, everybody like it was like another thing, like FitzSimmons. Like, how could you not like like they had it had to happen because everybody wanted it. So the whole point is that if he's there, then this they must go into the forties because um, the actor Daniel, the character in ni- in nineteen thirty or thirty one, when well, he
0: would have been too young, he would
2: have been. little kid yeah it would not have made sense and
0: also uh peggy carter wouldn't be in new york in 1930 and i'm determined and hoping and expecting that we will see her in season seven and
2: sing a lot of that my my hope is that what they do since we have endgame that kind of ties in um you know with steve rogers going back we don't know when steve rogers goes back what i'm guessing they might do or hoping they do is that They go back, and that we do get a Haley Atwell who plays Agent Carter. We do get that cameo, but at the very end, like as we see her kind of with Daniel. The last moment that we would see her, she waved, like she, she kind of sees that Steve or the, is there. Or, the,
0: or there's a knock on the door, and she opens it, and we don't see him because we, they're yeah, yeah. not going to get Wait, Chris let me, speci-
2: Evans. let me specify. No we would, Chris Evans on let the Let me show. specify. We would not see him because yeah. they would not want to pay that. But all it has to be is she looks off into the distance, says his name, and then cut. Yep. And then we go back to whatever they're doing with S.H.I.E.L.D. to wrap up for the final season.
0: I love that. And the only person who doesn't love that, of course, is Daniel, who's like... What
2: the... Well, that's the only thing that makes me sad, is that I think that... I mean, not to get off topic here, but I think that Steve Rogers is her soulmate, but if you watched Agent Carter, there's a really lovely romance between Daniel and well, Peggy. Well,
1: since I didn't watch it, I don't care about Daniel. Sorry to goodbye. <laughs> Steve gets Peggy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I so I didn't look, see it,
0: so... The possibilities are limitless, but I think, you know, if bringing time travel into it, I like seeing them go back in time. I really liked season five being in space so much, and I thought that this was a good season. This was a very consistent season for all 13 episodes. So I, I do think that we will get... You know, because, look... They bring back Colson and we'll talk about that as our final point on this. Uh, so because they bring back an LMD of Colson because he knows so much about SHIELD, but there is someone back in the past who also knows a lot about SHIELD, just alone <laughs> the inventory of items that they have in she a warehouse. It. it would be Peggy Carter who <laughs> she created, created SHIELD. Created it, so yep. they have to have there's there's no good reason for her not to be there other than she I guess that Haley Atwell said no. But that's not a good reason, Hayley. That's I
2: not work. a good reason. Yeah. I honestly, like, considering she's been in all kinds of, like, cameos, I would say, she, like, my guess would be she would be up for it. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, she she has, she shows up a couple times in Endgame. We know she's going to be in the first episode of What If? Yeah. Uh, I guess that's in 2020. So... I'm she, fully expecting to see her.
2: She also, back when Agent Carter got canceled, expressed that she wanted to keep doing the role.
0: Right. So the final point that we'll talk about is, back in time, we get the revelation that they have an LMD of Coulson. And I think it's great that they figured out a way to keep him around. I don't know what a great you know, plot device it is, I kind of don't care. I'm just glad that we know we're going to have Clark Gregg next year.
2: That was one of the things that Whedon said was that they would not have done a show without Clark Gregg. Right. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was it. That was like a condition.
0: Yeah, there's no, no, no. There would, be, yeah, that would not be a good season. You yeah. know.
2: Well, it,
1: and this works. You basically, you've you've created with chronicon uh, chronicon technology. Gosh, I can't say words. A Coulson. It's, it's It's all of his memories. He's up to speed on everything that happened yeah. in the past. It's, it's Coulson. You made another Coulson.
0: And Rachel, I know you liked his one line that that LMD Coulson has said. Hey guys. Yeah.
2: just
1: like, yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> I was gonna open that way on the to yeah. Shield show. <laughs> I like that too. I actually wrote that as my just last right. quote. Hey it just says, oh, "Hey uh, guys." Hey, so Yes. <laughs> hey, guys, guys, I was like, oh, yeah. and, well, you know.
0: Uh, well, that's uh, going to be very exciting. Now we'll have to wait till probably May, but yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be sad though, because like that means a year from now, somewhere yeah. right around now, will be the series finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Rachel, I think, not, so I think you're not I think you're not ready to let I've, it
2: go so here's my thing with S.H.I.E.L.D. is that it started right when I was, I was 25 but I feel like it's been the main show of my adult life and so I'm going to be I, I can't let the show go, like it's just yeah, no That's how I <laughs> feel about Doctor Who yeah.
0: you know it's still on though
1: it's not good <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is not for me to comment on, but I knew you would say I like that. It. I wanted to set you up. For I get that. it. In any case, Rachel, thank you so much yeah. for being here. And where can people find you on Twitter and Instagram?
2: Um, so on Twitter, everybody can find me at Rach Goodman or on Instagram, you can find me on my author account at Rachel Radner Author.
0: And you, of course, the Agents of Shield after show is done for this season. Yeah. But where else can they find you here at AfterBuzz?
2: So I every week I do the Young and the Restless soap after show. So if people like that, also um, I've been. Doing the Ray Donovan and Outlander after shows panel, so I'm oh, they're see- basically
0: the same show. Oh, Ray yeah. Donovan and Young and the Rest is kind of the <laughs> totally. Same thing. I, don't totally. Can, I don't know how you don't get the storylines confused.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly same thing. Yeah. And then I'll be back in 2022 for the Spanish Princess Part Two.
0: Oh, great! Well, thank you so much, <laughs> yeah, Rachel. We always appreciate guys. having you, and uh, we will see goodbye. Rachel again Bye. soon. Bye. Oh, <laughs> On the so AOL, excited under. with the little AOL goodbye. In any case, thank you, Rachel. That was and, a good uh, one, Ryan. Make sure we kill her mic. Thank you so much <laughs> to. Uh, Uh, Rachel, anyway, so Zia, uh, all sorts of good Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feelings. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, I mentioned that I was already on the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after show earlier Mm -hmm. tonight. And as most people know, I also do the Legion after show, which we'll be doing episode seven of season three tomorrow night at nine Pacific. But last week... Last Monday, we did this episode that we're going to talk about here for the next few minutes, and And we only have a few minutes. Now we're talking about this one. Yes, we're going to talk about episode six.
1: Episode six. Six. I wrote it down.
0: Is it? It's episode six. Yes. Yeah, because there's only eight, so then seven is tomorrow night. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to summarize my thoughts on this episode. I know you clearly have something to say, but let me just say what I'm going to say. You say
1: what you're going to say. Say it. (laughs) So...
0: I thought there were a lot of fun things about this episode. I just ultimately felt like it was a colossal waste of time because it didn't advance the story. It built... It had some good character stuff for Sid, but when there were going to only be three more episodes, this being one of those three, I was like, "No, there wasn't time for this." If they were doing ten or especially thirteen, sure, you could have done this. So I liked things about it, but I was just like, "This was not a good way to use your time, Noah Hawley." Anyway, what were you? What were you dying to say?
1: Okay, I'm sorry. So you said, and by the way, I kind of dis- just—I actually disagree with you. I loved this episode yeah, uh, 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 so much.
0: Elena on the panel if you know Elena Jordan yeah. she loved it the 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 other two on the panel uh Jeff and why am i forgetting why am i forgetting Alexis? Alexis i had it it's Alexa Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, Jeff and Alexa, they uh, were kind of in between, but I very much disliked it, but Elena liked it too, so now you liked it. So
1: I'm not the only one. Um, No, I I absolutely loved it. I I agree that it didn't advance the story very much, but I don't even care. I'm curious to see what the next couple of, we've got two episodes left, what the next two episodes are going to be, um, that if they can wrap it up nicely and it doesn't feel rushed, then maybe you'll change your mind, but... I, um, I, first, you said two things, you're like two things for you in this episode, rap battle. Mm-hmm. And it might be one of my favorite things in the series as it, a whole so was, far.
0: It was the best part of oh my the God. episode for sure.
1: And, um, the, uh, 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 the character, the actor who I wish I'd, I'd look this up. Now I feel like an idiot. Um, the actor who played the, the wolf basically. Jason
0: Manzoukas. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. He's great. Loved that character. He was was phenomenal as that character. And I really love that we got to see, in some form or another, we got to see... um, uh, I Oliver want to keep saying, yes, thank yeah. you.
0: I was glad that they figured out, yeah. that was the one thing about the episode, well also, I, I love the rap battle, but that they <laughs> were able to figure out so a way good. where they could bring them back without sort of making it convoluted as, as to the last time we saw them. And I thought that that was really smart, and I liked seeing and it was sort of a different take on them, I liked the idea that so they were want basically forever. being parents to Sid. I thought that that was really cool and, and well done. Yes. I, I appreciated getting to see them. Uh, so what are some of your overall thoughts other than that?
1: Um, overall thoughts, I'm, I'm curious to see where they go with it. Um, sort of where it ended. Now you have Sid and you have um, both Carrie's in the time portal. It looks like the time eaters are back. Clearly, they did not listen to... Um, well,
0: they were just scared of David for a little for, while. For a minute, Just yeah. for a minute, yeah.
1: Um, and then they were like, screw it, we're hungry. So they came back. Uh, I, 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 like the, I like where the season ended up. I'm curious to see, because they taught Sid all these things, I'm curious to see what that changes about her now as opposed to what it was, or, or how she was before.
0: And I asked this question on the Legion after show, and I'll ask it to you. Remember last mm-hmm. season, we saw Future Sid, and yes. I think Future Sid is still, like, the Sid that is the the present-day Sid mm-hmm. on this show, we're still not to Future Sid yet. No. We haven't seen her yet, so it'll be interesting to see what leads this Sid into the future Sid that we know. And I believe it was someone in the chat had the theory, if you remember when the time portal was opening and closing like mm-hmm. that, that's the theory for how Sid loses her arm,
1: is that the that thing closes, closes on it. Yeah,
0: And you know, I hate when a time portal closes on my arm. It's just the worst.
1: It is a real bummer. But they used it to great effect in Infinity War.
0: Yeah, and so. I really thought that, uh, that there was fun to this episode, but you know we got to the middle of it and i'm like oh, okay this is going to be one of these and remember just a few weeks ago we had the all professor xavier episode which i thought was great and important mm-hmm. but those are two episodes that are definitely detours and little tangents from yes. the, the main series absolutely but i'm very interested into seeing oh. what happens next week which includes the return of Harry Lloyd is Professor Xavier. Yes,
1: which I'm super curious to see what happens with that as well. We got another five dollars from Silhouetted Animator, or is Man, this it's just si- the I don't know how this works. No, this sil- is amazing? Well,
0: Silhouetted Animator apparently has money to burn. Good for you. I love
1: it. Um he says, uh, I think Oliver's line, it's not them or us, it's them and us, is possibly the answer to his one plus one plan alluded to in season two. And that's a great point. Somebody
0: in the YouTube chat after the episode was over, pointed out that there there are a lot of Pink Floyd references on this show. One, the fact that her name is Sid Barrett. That's kind of the only one you need, but there are a bunch right. of other ones. But they reference the song Us and Them, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So people, that's what I love about, look, I love all the chats on all the shows that I do, but uh, that, that Legion yeah. panel... And the Legion after show audience in the live chat—they're always thinking about things. Just they're, you know, they're like a couple levels down the road from me because I, I just love the way that everybody keeps thinking about the show after it ends. So I appreciate all that. Anyway, so that's what we'll get next week. We won't get to talk about that. And there was a lot to fit into this week's show of Marvel TV Weekly, but we've got two, two more episodes of Legion. And then we don't have um, much of anything, I think, until December 13th. Wow. Dust off your DVDs of uh, the X-Men animated series. And-
1: <laughs> I'm on season two right now. Uh, you know who I really want to see? We'll talk about this later. But you know who I really want to see in an X-Men film now that I forgot? And I was like, oh, yeah. Morph? No, Mr. Sinister. Yes.
0: Well, they set up Mr. Sinister in in uh, Apocalypse. Let's
1: get but him. But you guys ruined it, it because yet. Apocalypse was trash.
0: Well, no, um, but they set it up and then instead did Dark Phoenix. Great. I think Thanks. that's where they set it up.
1: Um, but anyway, yeah, I would. now that I would love to see yeah, Morph, he's the...
0: <laughs> I'm glad it took you a minute, but uh, you came back around.
1: Oh, Sorry, that was a good one.
0: Anyway, uh, final comment too. from the chat, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, Jenna James, Farouk really does love David. There is nothing very odd about lambs disliking birds of prey, but this is no reason for holding it against large birds of prey that can carry off lambs. Ooh. That's a very insightful thought, Jenna. I do not think that Farouk loves David. I think that he he might try to convince himself of that. The only reason he's interested in David is because he wants to hurt Charles Xavier. That's the only reason why. But we can continue that conversation tomorrow night over at the Legion After Show, which is, as I said, 9 p.m. Pacific here on After Buzz TV. But we'll be back here for Marvel TV Weekly at 9 Pacific Sunday. But before then. You can catch Zia and I Thursdays over on the Popcorn Talk Network at 1 p.m. for Marvel Movie News. Zia, where can people find you besides that?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore Land. That's XIA underscore Land. Also catch me on the other show that I do. It's uh, it's Eric Nagel. I believe it airs Friday mornings. You can find it on iTunes, YouTube. Um, I think it's on Spotify. It's on iHeartMedia It's, Media it's, it's where radio. All,
0: all good podcasts can be found. It's
1: actually a radio
0: show. Okay. But it can still be found as a <laughs> as a places. podcast yeah, form. It can I be found so. there. And you know, Zia sometimes is on my personal podcast, the blackcast. You can find that at blackcast.com. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com. In any case, that is all the time we have for this week, but we will see you next Sunday night. Until then, Excelsior.